the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem. I'm an ASE Master's Technician. I've been on the radio since 1988, and I'm here to help you with your car questions and car problems. So we talk about the year making model, how many miles it's got on it, and then you tell me what the symptoms are, and we talk about that. Sitting next to me is my son, Alan. He's been in this business for uh, 20 years, at least 20 years. He started picking up cigarette butts in 1985 in the parking lot. Do you remember that? Yeah, I sure do. That was good training. Mm-hmm. That was good training. Then sitting on the other side of me is the third generation, and I don't know why you named him this. This was really, you just attached a huge tire to his neck. His name is Mark Salem. <laughs> he goes to Tarwater Elementary. And he's, uh, what, what's the name of your girlfriend? No. That's... Oh, he, oh, he won't tell me. So that's right. I can't tell him no, that you I like him. I don't, I don't have one. Oh, you don't have a girlfriend. Okay. Oh, somebody's sweet on you. Okay. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Larry Harker's Auto. Larry Harker's Auto at 38th Avenue and Indian School, in my opinion, is one of the very best shops in the Valley with respect to diagnostician. Bob and his son are great diagnosticians. There's other shops out there that are really good, but when you get to that position where you've taken it everywhere and nobody can fix it, and nobody, everybody's guessing with your money, then you need to go talk at Bob. Talk to Bob at Larry Harker's. He does oil changes and emissions and electrical systems works and all kinds of fancy stuff. But just last week, he fixed an F85, F35, I should say, a problem that nobody else could, and he fixed it. So that's the kind of guy he is, and that's the kind of shop he is. 38th Avenue and Indian School, Larry Harker's Auto. Let's go to the phones real quick. And, Steve, you're up first. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. For a, a 2007 Lexus RX 450, you know, those SUVs, the m- m- yellow light came on that says maintenance required, which I think means oil. D- does that come on automatically based on mileage? It's, it's an algorithm. So we program the algorithm to, if you're on the freeway, you're going to have a longer oil change. But if you start up the car and you go a mile to church and then go home, then you go to the liquor store and then you come home and then you go get your chiropractors and then you come home, that person's going to have an earlier check-in or a service soon light than you are. So it has to do with RPMs. How much at this range, how much at this range, how much speed, and how many times you went through a heat cycle. So how many times did you bring the engine all the way up to temp and then let it cool off? And how long was it in temp? That's the, that's the simplistic way to look at it. But you can also use that as a guideline. You remember yellow means caution. That's all it means. It doesn't right. mean stop. So, And then there's a procedure in your owner's manual how to turn that light off. So, right. Okay. So should I pay – Should I? so do you use like – mileage also like if i just changed the oil somewhat recently and then that light came on 
You need to verify very, very, very first thing that that's for oil change because in in a lot of cases, it's actually not. Oh, in a lot okay. of cases, it could be um, something else. Did you just roll a major milestone as far as uh, mileage goes, like 100,000 or 75,000? No. Okay. Sometimes I know like on the Dodges at 67.5, it will it will uh, throw that light for a CCV filter. You need to look in your owner's manual and figure out exactly what that's for. Now, if you just had the oil changed, you know, 1,500 miles ago, either A, and it is for an oil change, it either A, didn't get reset, or B, um, it didn't get reset. Or, or B, it's not for that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. true. That's yeah. true. That's so true. you need to verify that that's what it is first. And that's a good point. You 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 cleaned up my mess. That's that's true. Not. I I want to tell you something that a third of the time when people come in with a light, it's not what they thought it is. And the owner's yeah. manual is the Bible. So do, just blame this on your wife. Go get the owner's manual and look and make right. sure if it is truly an oil service, an oil change interval. And the answer right. to your question is is if you use conventional oil, that that you should have a sticker on your windshield for three to five thousand right. miles. If you use a semi-synthetic, it's five to seventy-five hundred. If you use a synthetic, it's north of seventy-five hundred. So you can ignore that light if you put the right sticker on the windshield, depending on what kind of oil you use, because the difference between conventional, semi-synthetic, and synthetic has to do with how long the oil lasts. Mm-hmm. So, and let me ask you this question: How many miles a year do you drive? Um. 10,000. Okay, I'd put synthetic in it and I'd change it in April every year. That's what I would do. Because the synthetic will go 10,000 miles with no sweat. It'll go 10 and 12. And I change the oil just before the summer. And you go the whole year with the same oil. And you, and, and, and as long as you kind of every once in a while open up the hood or have the tires checked in the six-month frame, right. then there's no harm, no foul. That's what I would do. Okay, cool. I, I'll bring it in and have it looked at at your okay. shop anyway. I had just one more. For a Tahoe sure. with a dead battery in the garage, where should I go buy a battery? Um, 89% of all the batteries in the United States are made by Johnson Controls. When you go to Johnson Controls, they have bowling alleys that are sloped. As you stand there, the same battery comes down in 10, 20, 30 different bowling alleys with 10, 20, 30 different tags. I would buy a maintenance-free battery. If you want to use like Price, Costco, or Walmart, those are good places. I like Delco, um, but I would wouldn't buy the cheapest. I'd buy the sixty month one or so. I'd look for a sealed battery, and I'd look for something that looks like a Delco. That's what I would do. Um, thank you very much, Mark. All right, you betcha, Steve. Thank you very much, Kevin. You're up next. How can I help you? Oh, hi, Mark. Hi. You've been around since Wallace and Ladmo. I've been around. Yeah, I've been on I, that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was on that show. Hey, you're dating me, you big jerk. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was. I got a Ladmo bag on that show. All righty. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark. Uh, yes. I've got a, a a 98 Ford Explorer. It's got 220,000 miles on it. I bought it for 1,600 bucks at 110,000 miles. The transmission is starting to slip in in between second and third gear. And, um, you know, it's a nice little shell. Um, I'm wondering how far those transmissions go. Well, let me ask you a question here. You got $1,500, $1,600, and that car gave you 100,000 miles. Right. I think you're probably going to end up with a transmission. Obviously, somebody's doing right in the way they drive it and the way they service it. 
this thing doesn't owe you anything. And even if you spend $3,000 for a transmission, let's do this. What's $3,000 divided by 30 months? Right. I got you. $100 a month, right? Am I right? Am yes. I right? Okay. Right. So at $100 a month, I'm going to ask you this. I'll buy your transmission. Right. You pay me $100 a month plus interest, and then you're you're home free. I, I got it. It's it's a great little shell. I could live in it for a couple of months and pay for another transmission, rent my house. Over. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, uh, it, would I would I be would I have a concern driving to Prescott or Flagstaff? Once I get into uh, into the to, on, it's all freeway. I don't have to worry about it. Um, I don't like that I idea. I don't like no. that idea. I think this is something that needs to be addressed, and I'll tell you why. It's because you're way past the life of most transmissions, way past. That's what it, right. Rarely do we see them go north of 175. We see most of them fail somewhere between 100 and 150. So I think you're rolling the dice. Um, do you have a good transmission shop? Uh, no, not okay. really. Where do you live? Uh, Desert Ridge area. I would go to Kurtz or Action, which are both of them are on the I-17. They have access to the finest wholesale shop around, and um, they're not going to let the wholesale shop's not going to deal with you. They deal with installers, and right. I would probably I would I would bid uh, a transmission replacement with either one of those: Action, uh, Deer Valley, and I-17, or Kurtz at Bell and 17. That's what but I would. Can do. Can I ask you this? I've I've been advised maybe we're just prolonging the inevitable, but. Uh... A friend of mine says, I'll evacuate all the, well, do the fluid, leave the pan, do the fluid, drive it, do the fluid again, drive it, do the fluid again. It's going to be a waste of money. Really? Okay. Yeah, you're not going to fix anything with that. And besides that, I don't like leaving the pan and the filter there. Part of the, the diagnostic on this is pull the pan and look at the filter. If it's all full of brass bushings or if it's all full of ground-up metal or if it's all full of clutch material, then we don't have to flush it. We know what the heck it is right there. So that would be part of the process, but pulling the pan would do that. But no, I, I disagree. I don't think the transmission is going to love you. This is a transmission that is a 125-year-old guy that's walking with a cane. Right. And so to go in and flush all of his blood out of him isn't going to make him live another day longer. Probably okay. kill him. Probably kill him if you did that. Can, can <laughs> so. I expect it to go all all at once or or slowly but surely or i just think you're rolling the dice i would not let you take my kids to prescott or my grandkids in that in that car for fear that you'd break down and you're going to have a tow bill that's going to be a substantial one right right, the answer to your question is is the symptoms will get worse but you don't know when the rubber band's going to break because there's going to be a time that the light bulb's going to burn out and boom you're not moving and i think that's a bad idea and hopefully I'm not in the middle of Bell Road pulling out of Walmart. Well, in both directions. yeah, and a beer between your legs and somebody clips you, and then all of a sudden the cops are there, and you say, gosh, I should have put that transmission in a long time ago. <laughs> so, all right, good luck to you, buddy. Thank you very much. Terry, you're up next. How can I help you, Terry? You got a 2001 Ford Ranger. <clears throat> it's developed a clatter towards the back of the engine. The clatter is only there when it's in park. I've... I've uh, picked it up a cup. It's an intermittent clatter. Uh, sometimes it, and I've, I've pulled it up, parked it up against the curbstone when it was clattering. Sometimes it sounds, it's coming out of the left side of the engine. Sometimes it sounds like it's towards the front of the engine and the valve cover. Next time it sounds like it's coming out of the uh, camshaft area. 
I I have no idea what to do or where to take it and okay. find out what's going on. I can help you with that. First of all, I can't obviously do sounds over the radio, but I can tell you that I've got guys working for me, and there's a lot of guys in this valley that can listen to that, spend 15 minutes, and come doggone close on what's the matter with it. I was thinking, what, did you have an idea off the top of your head? Because I've no, got something. I didn't. How about a broken flex plate? He said at the back of the motor. That's the first thing he said is at the back of the motor. Yeah, but that'll be there all the time. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. We see we see flex plates make noise at, at all different times. They can make noise in neutral. They can make noise yeah. in drive or reverse. Yeah. So a flex plate is the flywheel and the automatic transmission. <coughs> but but as far okay. as the noise is concerned, this is this isn't going to be that tough to find. What part of town do you live in? I live on the west, uh, Glendale and I seventeen. Okay, um, you can go north to Kurtz at I seventeen and Bell. Or you can go north to Deer Valley at Action Auto Repair. Um, you can go to 12th Street in Glendale to Kelly Clark. All three of those guys, Kelly Clark, Kurtz Auto, or Action, all three of those guys could find the noise and bid the repair. Uh, you just this is how you do it. You go in, you say I got, a, or you call them. You say I got a noise. Um, I can make it happen. You know, pretty much all the time. When can I bring it in? And um, and what's your diagnostic fee? Give me your diagnostic range. And I think you'll find most shops will say, hey, the first 10, 15 minutes are free. After that, it's going to be, you know, uh, it's, a, it's a dollar and a quarter, or it's $125 an hour. So if no. it's a half an hour, it's half of that. But just get that all situated on the front side, no matter what shop you use, including my own. Those are the kinds of questions everyone should ask their shop. Okay? Okay, I got one other question. Go ahead. I have a, a, a Ford Windstar, and the... Uh, the driver's side window when i got the car the they wouldn't go up or down the the switch didn't do anything so i replaced the the switch i i got in and poked around and motor works okay so i got in and uh so well, i decided to switch so i went out i bought a 160 dollar switch from ford and put it in the window went up two or three times and now that switch is dead which I, says i got I, a problem somewhere else i got a fix for you but um do you ever on Sunday morning? Are you ever in a in a uh, house of worship? Uh, <laughs> well, all right. Not as frequent as I should be. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm I'm trying to get a. Uh, if I can help you diagnose this car over the phone, I want you to to be nice to somebody in the next thirty days. I want you to I, tip a, a lady extra when you go to dinner or something like that. Okay, deal. Okay. okay, that's fair. All right, next time this happens, I want you to open the door, and I want you to push your finger in the up mode or the down mode. And I want you to take your other hand, and I want you to hit the door panel hard. Hard. And all of a sudden, the motor goes up, the brushes are bad, you need a new motor, and we're done. I've done that so many times on Ford, I can't tell you. The other night, I was having lunch with a bunch of guys. And one's a Marine, one's in the Army, one's a retired cop. All these guys are macho, hair-out-of-their-chest kind of guys. And uh, and Daryl was crying because his Ford <laughs> had an intermittent up and down in the window. So I went outside and I said, I can, I can diagnose it for you right now. I said, but you're going to have to buy lunch next time we meet. He said, okay, fine. So I opened up the passenger door and the window wouldn't go down. So I just pushed the button down, made sure that the key was on and the car was running. I pushed the button down, and then I took my right hand, and I just locked that uh, inner door panel hard, and the, it goes down. 
So they're all laughing at me. And so I tell Daryl and all the rest of them what I did and why I did that. It's just push the, 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 the brushes of the armature are spring-loaded, and they get real short. And if you hit the thing and jar, oh, you could slam the door, too. You could sit inside the car, hold the button down, and slam the door real hard, and it'll work. Anyway, so then next time Tuesday we had lunch, Daryl says, it's happened a couple more times, and I do what you do, and it works. And I said to him, there's going to come a time it's not going to work. This is a diagnostic <laughs> procedure. This is not a fix. So I, I, I'm telling you the same thing. This is something to help you diagnose it. But if it works when you hit the door panel, then I win and you lose. Okay? Okay. Well, that's, that sounds fair enough. All right. I, I, I poked around in there yesterday, got battery charger out. And poked wires down into the the socket, and the motor goes up and mo- goes down, but the switch don't make it go. Okay. Well, we just need to make sure it is the the switch. It's not likely the switch is bad, but you might pop the switch out, put a little dielectric grease on the connections, and then put the plug on and off, on and off, on and off, then leave it on and leave it out, and then that way you can check to see if it is. So if you if the window doesn't roll down, you push the up down up button and you start wiggling the connection and it works, then all of a sudden Mark's wrong. Okay. All righty. Good luck to you. Thank you very much. We got open lines available, 602-508-0960. There's five lines. You'll get one for sure, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. The year is 1963, and the famous British author, C.S. Lewis, is hosting a group of American writers at his home near Oxford, recalling the people and events that shaped his life. His fascinating stories captivate them. With spontaneous humor and engaging wit, C.S. highlights why he nearly abandoned the Narnia Chronicles, how he came to embrace Christianity, and the American woman who turned his life upside down. Want to go back and experience this night for yourself? Come enjoy An Evening with C.S. Lewis, an enthralling theatrical experience by actor David Payne, described as extraordinary, a must-see. Come discover the impact of one of the 20th century's literary giants. This funny and heartwarming evening will bring you closer to the man who wrote classics like The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe. Two Phoenix shows at Living Streams Church on March 15th, 7 p.m. and Generation Church, Pawatuki, on March 16th at 7 p.m. For tickets, visit 960thepatriot.com. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. That's the phone number. We've only got Steve on the line, and we've got four open ones. So if you have a car question or if you want to discuss something, then knock yourself out. Six zero two three one five. 
<laughs> almost did my cell phone. <laughs> oh, boy, that would have been nightmare. Oh, that would have been. That's my most covenant secret in the whole wide world yeah. is my cell phone. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair is a Better Business Bureau A-plus rated shop. He does lots of good work, and at Strictly Diesel, they're diehard diesel service repair and parts people. They do foreign and domestic light diesel trucks. They're located at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road in North Scottsdale. They're open Monday through Friday, and they sell diesel parts 24 hours a day on their website. So you can get more information on my best car repair shops list under the website of MarkSalem.com. And if you click best car repair shops, then you click diesel, then you'll see Strictly Diesel. Hey, they're a good shop. If you're up in that area and you need diesel work, they do a good job. Let's go to the phone. Steve, you're up next. How can I help you? Uh, hi, guys. Um, I have a, a new car, basically a new car. I have a 2016 Hyundai Elantra that I bought less than a year ago and had 12,000 miles on it. And just recently, uh, in the last few months, I've been getting a smell, um, a, a real sort of rancid smell from the vent system, um, both when I turn the air on for a few minutes, but also occasionally when I just have the vent going. And um, I had talked to the dealer, and they're telling me that it's a, an AC filter, something along those lines, that would be my cost. And uh, I, it sort of doesn't make any sense to me because this is a brand-new car, in effect, and I've never had anything like this Okay, before. well, hold on, hold on. Perhaps what you don't understand is, is recently, in the last three, four, five, six years, we've been putting cabin filters in a car. And the cabin filter is quite different than the air filter underneath the hood. The cabin filter is representative of the filters you change in your house that are in the ceiling. And so there is a filter there, and on one side of the filter, on one side of the filter, you've got um, fresh air coming in, and then on the same side of the filter, you have recirculation going in. Is that me? No. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. And 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 so we're going to filter the air before we blow it in your face. So this is really simple. It's sometimes on a one to ten scale, the cabin filters, the replacement of cabin filters might be a two or three, and every once in a while you run across a five or a six. Right. And so the cabin filter, when we pull it out, you should be there, and we're going to pull it out and smell it, hand it to you, and if you go, ooh, that's it. Well, you're going to see the old one, and you're going to see the new one, but. One of the things that you should do on a regular basis is try to use the fresh air mode as opposed to the recirculation mode. So the fresh air mode brings outside air, and your car's going to like that better than if you stay in recirculation mode all the time. So they're talking about a cabin filter, and whatever they quoted you, you can get done for far less somewhere else. Okay? Okay. But that, I. Okay. I get, would that go after 12,000 miles? I've changed a lot of cabin filters before, and I I never have the car in recirc unless I have the air on. So it's, it's always in, in vent. It, 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 yes, the answer to your question is yes. I, I, we've seen them go in three months. I mean, the, the biggest thing is, is is rodents. I don't know where you live, but I had one the other day that, that literally came out so packed full of stuff after three months because there was a rodent living in there. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there could be... You know, especially and, with a rancid smell. And if he's sleeping okay. in that filter and you start the car up and shut the vent on him, 
then he's going to die there. <laughs> and it's not uncommon for us to find lots of stuff. Now, you also want to go over there, rub your hand briskly on the floor mat on the passenger side and smell it. And let's make sure we haven't contaminated the carpet on that side. And that could be a coolant leak from the heater control or the heater core. And that can create all kinds of smells as well. So briskly rub your bare hand on the carpet, passenger side, and smell it and see if that smells like that. Okay? Okay, great. All right. Thank you. You bet, Steve. Good luck to you. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Cabin filters, I tell you what, if we get into trouble, my shop, your shop, our shop, if we get into trouble, it's that disconnect there. Because what happened, holy mackerel, that's gross. Yeah. I'm You're showing, showing me a, a filter right now that you yanked out. This That was this week. And just, just to kind of uh, give it to the callers. So we first pulled the, the air filter out. Let's see. There it is. First pulled the air filter out, and it was full of all of the um, underneath your hood. You've got that blanket on the ho- your hood. and it Insulation. Was, yeah, yeah, the, the, the hood blanket and against the firewall. Completely jam-packed in all of that. So we pulled that out, and then we went into the cabin filter, and it, it had little it had little wood, you know, wood chips in it. It had rodent droppings in it. Leaves. It, leaves. I mean, the most disgusting thing you've ever seen. You want to know something funny? Mm. We put this back in. He wouldn't buy a new nope. one. It was it a he or a she? He. Oh, see, g- women will always buy that. When you show them that kind of he stuff. He said he would take it home and, and do it himself. Okay. Well, that's fine. That's no, fine. no, I, I get that. I'm just yeah. saying. So we had to put it all back together. But not only that, but I, I've also got a cardboard box picture here of all of the stuff that we vacuumed out of it. Right. We, I mean, that's how. So, yeah. I, I, you know, that's 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 the kind of. that, that just, You run across that every once Absolutely. in a while. Absolutely. The, 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 the message here, folks, is this. Um Cabin filters are quite different than air filters for your engine. Um, Most of us don't charge anything. 99% of the time, my shop and everybody else in town doesn't charge you to replace the air filter in your car. But the cabin filter necessitates digging it out. So it's behind the glove box, and oftentimes you have to take the glove box apart. A lot of times there's cowling underneath there that has to come apart. Then when you get in there, on your air filter of your car, we put our hand over the intake, and we take an air gun and blow it all out. But underneath your car, we can't do that. So if it's inside the car, we wouldn't dare create that. So we have to get a vacuum cleaner out. We have to clean everything up. We have a soft bristle brush, and we want to make that look clean. So that's what it's all about. Right. Everything that lands on the hood or the grill in front of your windshield ends up in your uh, cabin filter. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. Give us a call. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. There's no question you need Omega-3s. 
But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. This is NASCAR driver Kurt Busch, and I am proud to support our nation's veterans. Do you know you can get a faster decision on your disability compensation claims by filing an electronic fully developed claim, or e-claim, on e-benefits? Take it from a guy who lives his life in the fast lane. Faster is better. Visit ebenefits.va.gov today to learn more. E-claims. Online VA claims made simple. A message from the Department of Veterans Affairs. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. All about that demon automobile. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. We've got uh, 26 minutes left in the show, and the lines are wide open, except for Mary. We're going to get Mary in just a minute. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or a discussion you want a, uh, a short answer to, then give us a call. 602-508-0960. Mary, good morning. How can we help you? Good, good morning, Mark. How are you doing? I'm very good. Thank you. Uh, I have a 2011 Kia Soul. And it's got 105,000 miles on it. And I started driving it a few days ago, and it has a, uh, like a thumping and a little bit of, uh, I guess, squeaking. And it sort of sounds like uh, the right rear door is not closed all the way, and it rattles. Okay. Uh, I'd like to know what's going on the right side of the, of the car, okay. the right uh- rear. 
I need you to do a couple things to help your shop and save you money. So you you get it Sunday morning. Tomorrow morning, you drive the neighborhood. Nobody's up. You can do whatever you want on the road. So, or you go behind the Bash's store. You go to the parking lot of the closest Bash's store, and you drive around the parking lot. But anyway, you're going to get it to happen, and then you're going to start making kind of right turns and left turns, and Uh slow left turns and right turns. Does that change it? And if so, how? So if you make a left turn and it gets worse and you make a right turn and it doesn't get worse, then we're going to look at the wheel bearing on either the right front or the the right rear. On the other hand, you're going to make turns left and right, but I want you to keep your foot steady on the gas. Don't go any faster or slower and gently apply the brakes with your left foot. And if the noise changes and gets worse or goes away, that helps. When you walk into your shop and and you say to them, my soul's outside, I can demonstrate the problem, but basically I've got this squeaky noise on the right rear, and as soon as I gently apply the rear brakes, the noise goes away, and I have 105,000 miles on it. You just saved yourself $70, $80 worth of diagnostic money because you've you've given us, I mean, you've shortcutted a whole bunch of stuff. And then if you can take Mm -hmm. them out in the store and, and, and out of the shop and into the street and you go around the block and you show them what's going on, He's sitting on the passenger side, he or she, and they're going to know what it is. Mm -hmm. So that's what you need to do. Gentle turns left and right, and then get it. Does it make it worse or better as I turn left and right? And I want like a 90-degree turn. I want you to make kind of a hard right turn. And then I want you to make a gradual right turn. Do that on both sides. And then, like I said, keep your foot on the throttle. You're doing five, wherever the noise is most prevalent, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten miles an hour. And then just gently apply the brake pedal. Keep your foot steady, your your throttle foot steady, and just gently apply the brake pedal. That's what I would do if I was going to diagnose your car. Okay? Okay. Now, would I apply the brake while I'm turning or while I'm going straight? No. Yeah, we're not going to be applying the brake. We're going to just turn left and right with no brake. Thank you for asking that. Yeah, okay. and then the other test, okay. we're going to do the brakes, okay? Okay. Okay. Great. Thank good, you so much. Good Thanks. luck to you. Good luck to you. We had a gentleman call in about electric cars. Do you have any opinions on electric cars? Uh, I Anything I, you can say on the radio? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I wouldn't own one as a uh, a primary vehicle, but, I mean, I like the look and the performance of the Tesla. But I don't know. But literally, look and performance, period, I don't know anything else about them as far as that goes. you got to be joking. No. You just talked about a $100,000 car. Right. Or more. Right. Let's talk about the Prius. Let's talk about the other more, you know. Yeah, the Tesla is a fast car, but for 100,000 miles... You know, I can I can hire a limo and a pretty girl to drive me around for a very long time for a hundred thousand miles. A hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, hundred thousand yeah. dollars. The the idea is is that tell me if you agree with this. The, the issue is is they are they are over promise and under deliver in every way, shape, or form. What bothers me the most about the electric cars is is when you're on the freeway with them. They go up hills real slow because they're watching that consumption meter in their dashboard. But then they come flying down the hill on the backside, so they want to recharge the battery on the backside as opposed to the front side. Right. I think that they, they overrate the battery life. They overrate the speed. They overrate the distance. They overrate everything. 
I also think that they're changing so rapidly that when you buy a new car, within two or three years, that baby's a Fred Flintstone car. Sure, absolutely. It is so far behind in mm-hmm. technology. It's like buying something with Windows version 3.1 and then having Windows 12 come out three years you later. You could really say that with everything, though. But I agree with you in the automotive field that's even accelerated more. Okay, and but, but you've got to agree with this. There is changes year to years, but they're not so broad as the electric cars. Right. But, I mean, mean, you could say the same thing for cell phones or TVs or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I've had my iPhone 6 for three or four years. What is that? Yeah. yeah. I think you took pictures of me as a baby with that phone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, This will be your last show. (laughs) But that's the purpose of my discussion, is is my phone suits me just fine. And if I went to an iPhone 7 or 8, or what do they got now, 10, 11, 12? Or no, they don't have an 8 and 10. I'm not an iPhone guy, so I don't know. All right. If I went to one of those, they probably would have some features that really wouldn't work for me. But if they had one that the the battery lasted a week as opposed to eight hours, that would be something that I I would jump at. Right. I also think that there's a misunderstanding about the maintenance of a of a hybrid car or an all electric car, and this is the reason why is is because the maintenance is huge on those cars. When they come in and they've got a 30k service or 60k service, you're going to spend the rest of your life checking that car out if you go by the list that they give you. Right. So it's. I'm just not a fan of electric cars. I don't think we're where we need to be. I agree, Tesla's where we need to be. Right. But I'll tell you this. Very few of them can keep up with traffic and leave from central Phoenix to, and go to central Tucson with just an electric, just in electric mode. You know, they brag about a hundred range and hundred twenty-five dollar, hundred twenty-five mile range, and there are people out there that probably get that. But I'm going to put them in five o'clock traffic, central Phoenix to central Tucson, and let's see that hundred and twenty-five, hundred and thirty-five mile jaunt, and let's see if you make it. Right. I've tried numerous times, and I can't make it to Tucson in, a, in an electric car. And that's from South Tempe. So 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Arizona Army National Guard. Aired by the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Hey kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. 
When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The overriding message from this year's Academy Awards, we've learned our lesson. Responding to the hashtag MeToo movement and reports of erotic exploitation and sexism, presenters and Oscar winners frequently alluded to the scandal and made sanctimonious pledges to crack down on wrongdoers. After complaints in recent years about scant Oscar attention to people of color, numerous black and Hispanic celebrities appeared on stage and Latinos won some of the most important Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Foreign Language And after last year's epic snafu with Warren Beatty announcing the wrong Best Picture winner this year, he received the right envelope. Despite such improvements, a long predictable ceremony with no blockbusters in serious contention yielded the worst TV rating in Academy history. Have key lessons really been learned? Time will tell. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. Let me tell you real quick about Kelly Clark. Kelly Clark has been in business since 1954. I know Kelly Clark and his wife, Rita. I know them personally. I've been around them for very, uh, well, I sound like Donald Trump, for a million years. Nevertheless, I've been around them for a very long time. Kelly's a good guy, but Rita makes Kelly dance to her music. 12th Street and Glendale. That's a Kelly Clark Automotive Specialist. Family owned and operated. They have ASE master technicians. They do mechanical services that cover every inch of your car, your van, your truck, your SUV. They're professional. They're honest. They're reliable. And they are very much fairly priced. They're open Monday through Saturday, 12th and Glendale. If you live in that area, Central Phoenix, you couldn't do better than 12th Street and Glendale. And that's Kelly Clark. Let's go to the phone. Susie, you're up first. How can I help you? Hi, um, I have a 2008 Ford Fusion. It has 120,000 miles. I started it a couple days ago, and it just started idling super rough right when I started it. And then the service engine light started flashing. I haven't had any problems up until then. Has it done it more than once? Um... I start. I I drove it home just with the flashers on, like fifteen miles an hour. And I started it later on that afternoon, and it it didn't do it again. Okay, There's but I go- haven't driven it. All right. There's going to be some evidence um, that we have available to us to plug in our scanner to your car and say, "Hey, what happened?" And it'll tell mm-hmm. us. Let me ask you this: um, at a hundred thousand miles, do you drive? like somebody who has a hot cup of coffee in their lap 
and never spill it, or does every once in a while the throttle hit the floor? <laughs> um, I I don't drive fast. Okay. But I'm the second owner of the car, so I'm not sure how the first owner drove it. Okay. A lot of times we just find carboned up. We find the idle air control motors carboned up or the uh, the throttle blades are really filthy, dirty. Um, there's a lot of things that can cause um, what you describe. Uh, but I want to tell you that the, the overwhelming majority of them involve cleaning something. Hmm. So... If uh, the next time you're, like tomorrow morning, when you get on the freeway, if you get on the freeway, you know, you look around, there's nobody behind you, nobody in front of you, and you make a right, you're on the on-ramp, I want you to stuff the throttle to the floor and go all the way to the bottom, okay? <laughs> Nobody's around okay. you, and, and, and then merge onto the freeway during normal traffic. I want you to do so that a couple I'm of times. Driving, I'm not driving fast enough is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah we want you That's to drive yeah, hard. <laughs> To the pedal, pedal to the metal, and then when you get going 65, 70 miles an hour, then back off. I want you to do that just about every time you get on the ramp and there's nobody around you. Uh, and that's, okay. there's not going to hurt that. I promise you it won't hurt it. But okay. a car is like a horse. If you take the horse out of the barn and you walk him around the barn, you know, with, with his feet taking steps that are six inches in diameter, and you put him back in the barn, that horse is never really going to be strong. But if mm -hmm. you take that horse out and you saddle him up and you go work cows for eight hours and you're running and chasing cows and pushing them up against the fence and the horse that you're roping off the horse, that horse is a strong horse. There's no horse that lives to be 20 years old that walks around his, 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 uh, his home three times a week. They don't live that. The, the ones that last 20 years are the horses that have been rode hard and put away wet. So, um, and, and I really don't think this is a big deal for you. I, I, I and, okay. and and stuff the throttle a couple of times, and look in your rearview mirror. And if there's a bunch of smoke and there's a bunch of debris coming out of the back of the car, and then the second time you do it, there should be a little less, and the third time there should be none. Then we've accomplished our goal. We've decarbonized your motor. If you don't want to do that, bring it over. Alan, my son, will drive it. He'll decarbonize it for you in a heartbeat, <laughs> and, 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 and he'll do that for free. Okay. And and here's the good news: if he gets a traffic ticket, he pays it. Okay. Awesome. All right, That's Susan. Thank you very much, All Greg. Right. You're, Greg, you're up next. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, I have a uh, 2013 Toyota Tacoma, and when I step on the brake going at about uh, higher speed, say 45, 50 miles an hour, let's say, I get a, I get a, a vibration out of the front end. And it's not all the time, but I'd say most of the time, 75% of the time when I'm going at a highway speed and I put on the brakes. If I'm right, right around town, it doesn't happen. Okay. Um, and how many miles are on it? 67,000. Okay. Does it even matter how many? We already know what it is. Does it even matter how many miles are on well, it? Well, I wanted to. If there if, was ten miles or ten million. Okay, all right. But the reason I ask him how many is because if at hundred, if he said a hundred thousand, I would say, have you had brakes done yet? Yeah, no, I, I okay. Understand. I Which thought about would, that afterwards. All right, right all right. You, you know, if you, you, I've been doing this since you were a little boy, so it's a bad idea to second guess the I'm uh, just telling sensei. You. I'm okay, just telling all right. This, if you know what it is, sensei. then go ahead and say it. The sensei. No, I said <laughs> the know. sensei. That's what I know. Okay. Uh, you, you've got to set up. Killing me. Yeah, uh, you've got a set of uh, warped rotors in the front, is what you're feeling. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Okay. And what what happens? We turn the rotors, and we're going to put a micrometer on them. We're going to rotate the rotors. We're going to see that they're out around. But why yeah. does it? Why does he overload in his front rotors? What uh, what's likely to be wrong with his Toyota Tacoma that causes well, it the? Well, depends. I mean, does he have drum in the back, or I mean, if the rears aren't adjusted properly, I know that's what you're getting at. Yeah, that's but. Um, 
But I mean, it could just been a panic stop that that warped them. It, they could have been they could have been um, cut three or four times already to this point, and just too thin. And 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 now they warp. Every time you cut them, they're going to warp a little easier because um, there's less material to dissipate the heat. But All right. um, I think what I have you done front brakes on it yet? No, I have okay. not. Okay. Well, this is something that's going to be fixed when you do the front brakes. It could also be a bad wheel bearing too. So yeah. a wheel bearing will cause okay. the, the rotor to wobble. Really and truly, the, you tell the brake guy, check the brakes, and I've got a wobble at high speed, slow down. That Those are the key okay. words, high speed, slow down. I love you're the first guy that's ever given us that good of a description of warped rotors. Most of them tell us how many things they've done. They've replaced the windshield wiper motor. They've replaced all the front end parts. They've replaced the tires. They've rotated them, and I still got this high speed wobble. Well, it's and it's only brake application. So you did a great job. I applaud you oh, for that. You. you were raised by a mother that actually taught you <laughs> to give us what we needed. But thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Jer- uh, hey, thanks a lot. Appreciate You're welcome. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Jeremy, what's up, buddy? Yes, sir. Um, is there an alternative to buying a, a second smart key for my used car that is not going to the dealer and spending $500? Yeah, we'll do it for 499 <laughs> ah, uh, Ace Hardware. Yes. What? Is, is Ace that Hardware. Just how much they are? Well, you gotta. There's some programming involved and stuff. Uh, I, I mean, there's a lot of. Th- I mean, even to this point, right today, there's not keys that we can that we can cut. We I have, understand. Yeah, but there's a, yes, there there are there are ways around that. And what? How? Tell me how. Well, I I mean. I know that our our mobile guy will will do it for us because he yeah. you know he he comes out and trusts us. But um, cutting a key and getting a key uh, programmed or a key with the chip is 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 different. Uh, any good independent shop, any anyone on our list could get you a key, for, and I'm certain that they would be able to save you money over the dealership. Uh, 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 yeah, it, that always happens. The five hundred turns into two hundred, two thirty, two fifty. Um, pretty simple. Um, I would stop by an independent shop, maybe one or two, and just have them. Here's the key. I want to duplicate. How much? And and more than likely, the guy's not going to want it. Our guy doesn't want to deal with the public. Right. They want to just deal with guys like me. They want to be able to come in, get the heck out of there, and they don't want the customer to say, wait a minute, you were only here 41 minutes, and you're charging me $230. They don't want any of that. So So they just go from shop to shop to shop. We have a pretty good guy, but he doesn't work for the public. Right. He only works for shops like mine. So go to your independent shops close by and just show them the key and say, this is what I want to do. Do you have someone to do it? And I would say 8 out of 10 are going to yeah. say yes. Mm-hmm. And that's how okay. I would approach it. But you could also – now, don't call them and ask them because we're not going to give you an estimate over the phone. But if you show up and say, this is what I want to do, most of us can give you – a, a, or we're going to call the guy and say, hey, this is what we got, and we're going to use the right terminology. And he's going to say, quote him at 230 and, I, and then you say, what's my price? And he says, I'm going to do it for you for $30, and you quote him at 230 And I say, okay, good. But what I said just at the last there is a big lie. <laughs> you know, and, and like I said, you can't just call on the phone because inevitably we're going to go back to parts and we're going to say, hey, this um, this X vehicle here and our parts guy is going to go, okay, does it have the Y key, the K key, the M key, the the, y, the the Z key? And so if you come in, I can take that key back to my parts department and say, hey, what's how much is this? And then call call uh, what's his name to have him program it and that's why i said you have yeah, to stop yeah, by right. the shop this is not a phone call you can use but you're not going to apply for about 90 percent of the phone calls we get 
know, I know, I know. But in 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 their defense, no, I know, um, I know. we're a well known advocate of a car repair. So yes, we could have three people answer the phone twenty four seven, and and but our staff is pretty good at sure. telling them what because we make them listen to the show. We make them we make them we they we require it. We require they listen to the show just so that they can produce the results that we promise for them. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, good luck to you. And, oh, by the way. Um, Jeremy, what part of town are you in? Uh, Glendale. I, I go to Thunderbird. Oh, all right. Well, and I was teasing Tom earlier in the show. He just he got married not too long ago. He's a very happy person, and I'm just kind of teasing him. So um, you can just say to him, um, you could say something like, hey, Tom, how are you? He says, by the way, here's my business. I'll get a business card out of my car. I'm a divorce lawyer in case you need me. And he's going to look at you really funny, and then you can say that was on behalf of Mark Salem. And and then he'll laugh. And then say that I do have a coupon here in my pocket from a hundred dollar discount from Salem. I just can't find it. So and and I, I don't tell you that because I'm going to get a spiff or a, a, or any money back. I don't ever do that. So it just kind of lets you know that he's a referral from me. That's all. All righty. We need to talk about Action Auto Repair, and it's an important shop up at uh, I-17 in Deer Valley. I've known Tom since the late '80s. And I've respected him, and we've known one another for a long time. He's on the northwest corner of I-17 in Deer Valley. It's a full-service, family-owned, independent auto repair shop that served Deer Valley and North Phoenix since 1983. So whatever your repairs are, his staff is well-known for quality workmanship, excellent customer service, and a good, fast, and efficient turnaround time. They have ASE Master Certified Technicians, and if you own a Beamer... He's got a master beamer uh, technician. So if you want a second opinion on anything with your BMW, then Action Auto is one of the places that you should try out. There's one in, in, in Tempe that's on our list, but Action covers the entire northwest south valley. Everything from probably the 51 west, everything north and south. So... That's the one, if you have a BMW, then Action is a good place. But any other car, they're a good place for that either. Anyway, if Monday through Friday, if you have a car question, marketmarksalem.com, marketmarksalem.com, and uh, you're more than welcome to send me your name. And if you would be so kind as to include a time I could call you and a phone number I could call you, I always call from a cell phone that's blocked for obvious reasons, but sometimes I don't want to type for five minutes. So if you'll give me a phone number, I'll be happy to call you. I'm Mark Salem. This is KKNT, and we'll see you next Saturday right here at 10 o'clock till noon. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.